I go now to Katie Wilter, who is chatting to us about an organization called Free Coding. Uh, Katie, hi. Welcome to Cape Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, the, the idea of having um, uh, code, uh, coding available um, for people free of charge is, for me, very exciting. Yes, so our organization is called We Think Code, and we offer a two-year tuition-free software engineering program. And and how do people? Act, I mean, how do they? How do they learn about it? And how do they get? I mean, is it something that that is well known uh, as a as a kickoff from a trick? So to give you a bit of context, we first started in 2016, and we opened our doors in Johannesburg. Our campus is situated in the Joburg CBD. Yep. And in February this year, we opened our doors in Cape Town, and our campus is situated at the VNA waterfront. So what we try to do is we democratize education and offer an opportunity to anyone aged 17 to 35, and we do not actually require metric. We are basically looking for young talent who are born to code. How do you test that, though? So the application process starts online where you register with your email address and mobile number, and then we guide applicants Sorry, we guide applicants through three online games, which are aptitude tests. And and there, the trick is that there are no instructions for the games. They just start and you need to catch on. Um, and and that's what we're testing. We're testing for an aptitude for software engineering. It, it isn't about if you excelled in math or science at school. We are looking for youth who are problem solvers and are passionate about technology. I would, I would think, though... Um some youngsters might be in matric and, and want to be taking it further, or do you find you tend to find people who are struggling with the traditional schooling system? Not at all. Our student body is very diverse. We have a variety of students from a variety of social economic backgrounds. So some have matrix, some don't have matrix. Some may have started studying at university, but for multiple reasons may have dropped out. Mm-hmm. And and that's where they found We Think Code. So at We Think Code, we are very hands-on and practical. We're very different from tertiary education institutions in that we are completely practical. Um, obviously, there is a, a small element of theoretical um, knowledge in our curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's where the beauty lies, is that our students are completely hands-on. When they go into their two four-month internships in their first and second year, they just get stuck writing. Now, you're doing this as a partnership, and when you said, you know, you're opening at the water, waterfront, I was thinking, yo, that's Lani. Um, of course, you've done it as a partnership uh, with, with the VNA Waterfront. How did that come about? So, we are working with the VNA Waterfront to bridge the digital skills gap for the SME ecosystem in the Western Cape. And, and uh, to what end? So we are yeah. collaborating with the VNA Waterfront and their extensive network of corporate plans sponsors to support SMEs with the skills that they need to scale their businesses. But, I mean, in, in, does it mean that once once they come to you, they get employment? Yes, or is so it guaranteed? I, is it just a, a relationship? Is there an internship process? And um, if, if these uh, corporates are, are coming to the party, are they covering the whole cost of it? Yes. So we are a non-profit organization and we operate commercially. So the way that our sustainability model works is that our students' tuition is covered by corporate sponsors. So they pay the full tuition for the two years. 
They also offer two four-month paid internships in the first and second years of study. And then at the end of the two years, those corporates have first choice to employ our students, and our students commit to working there for at least one year. Okay, so there is a sort of uh, a work um, return, if you like. Yes. So that, that is what we are, are doing. We train our students for employability, and this is embedded in our methodology and curriculum that we've encoded. Now, you've started in February. How is it going so far? It's going well. Uh, we started with just over 100 students in February this year. Next year, for our cohort 2019, we'll be expecting another 75 students. And so that's already solid and, and, uh, uh, the students have been selected and, and is there a sort of, um, possibility for the, for, 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 do they kind of get homework or anything, instructions or what to do before January or do they just rock up and start then? So our applications are open until the end of the year. You can visit our website, which is wethinkcode.co.za, and there's a button that says apply for 2019 in the top right corner, and then you'll be guided through to the application's website. So our applications um, are, are open where anyone who's between the ages of 17 and 35 can complete those three aptitude tests or games. If they reach high enough levels, they will be invited to a selection boot camp, and those selection boot camps kick off in mid-January. They'll run through until April, and then our academic year starts in mid-May. Uh, I want to come back to the word games. A lot of parents say, you know, you're wasting your time, you're just playing games. Are you actually suggesting that you're wanting to see how people navigate games without uh, instruction to have a sense of, of, of how they, they um, w- work in systems? Or are these games a kind of um, cleverly designed um, skill uh, acknowledgement? So our application games, they do test certain concepts, um, things like memory, logic, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, but what we're also looking for is, is applicants who are problem solvers. So when you play a game, you are naturally problem solving. Another element of that is learning and curiosity. So some parents may be very frustrated where they can't get their teenagers off computer games or uh, PlayStation. But that learning and curiosity is, is a very important component because they are thinking, how can we actually, how has this game been made? And, and how, do I, how, do scenes, how could I make it even better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, the question I I asked, perhaps I, I didn't state it well. You said you've already got um, seventy-five people for next year. Is there no, something? No, that's not correct. Uh, you said you've okay. So, so, I didn't, so we okay. currently have a hundred, just over a hundred students who are part of our twenty eighteen cohort, um, and we are expecting seventy-five students to join us next year. Oh, so you don't have those students already identified. No. So, as okay. I said, our applications are open for the rest of the year, and then we start the selection boot camps in mid-January. So, you're you're scaling down from 100 to 75. Are you finding that might be a number that's easier to manage? So, at at this stage, we are staying in our in our current space, which is uh, Workshop 17 Portswood, based at the VNA Waterfront. So, unfortunately, we can't um, handle over 175 students at this stage because we will have two cohorts on campus at this time. So what we are doing is we're plateauing for, for a year or so to make sure that we are really optimizing our processes and, and making sure that we can give 
our students mm. are all. Mm. Uh, you said you, you had started this in Joburg in 2016. Are you seeing the benefits of, of um, the youngsters, as you say, you're wanting creative people who think outside the box? Um, how have they been received in the corporate world? Most definitely. So our first cohort, our 2016 cohort, are now placed in jobs, and we're sitting on a 96% placement rate. Wow. And we have had really positive feedback from our corporate sponsors. They really like how hands-on and practical our students are, that you can throw them in the deep end and they adapt and learn. And and that's what we've been hearing a lot of. Obviously, we have had a lot of learnings over the past three years. And from that, we've actually introduced a Coding Youth for Success framework, which incorporates key life skills and behaviors that we incorporate into our curriculum so that our students are able to thrive in a corporate environment. Having been in education, uh, a lot of time people um, suggest that people don't value things if they get it for free. How, how do you get them to attend and to do life skill type exercises and training if they're not paying for it? Is there is there an attendance and and if they don't attend, they haven't paid anything. So so what keeps them there? The, the idea that they'll get a job. So, first of all, our application process is very thorough and rigorous. It is not easy by any means. So, for those who have passed application tests, who have got through the selection boot camp, which is three and a half weeks, where we expect applicants to arrive every day with the right attitude, um, there we see if they're a good fit, if they work well together, because it is a peer-to-peer learning environment. That's, that's the first step. Then once they are invited to join the two-year program, we do require our students to be on campus for at least 40 hours a week because the whole idea is that they work yeah. with the Rethink Code community. And that's what we see. We see students who really love what they do and they love being on campus. Um, we do give our students quite a lot of flexibility. We don't say you must be there at 8 a.m. and you can only leave at 5 p.m. We're very lucky at the VNA Waterfront that our campus is open seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So our students can manage their own time, and that's another part component of our Coding You for Success framework. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I mean, it's it's an exciting it's an exciting program. A, a lot of times, people who uh, are given free access to to education are invited to pay it forward and give back. Do you get um, involved students who perhaps ha- once they've finished their two years, they're employed? Do you, do you get them to kind of motivate or, or be part of of what you're doing? Yes, so we launched an alumni program in August this year when we had our first graduation ceremony and our cohorts are mostly based in Johannesburg and what we're seeing is that they are still getting really involved in Rethink Code initiatives. Um, They've started something called uh, Rethink Coffee where they meet our current students for coffee once a month and there they are um, playing the role of mentors which is very beneficial for our current students. Um, We've also created a LinkedIn and Facebook group so that we are building that community so that our students can support one another while they are entering the workforce and um, getting their career started. And something that we are going to be focusing on more is how our students can more proactively give back. So something that we want to do is start introducing coding and the concepts of software engineering at a younger age because that's when we actually need to introduce that to our youth today. 
Wonderful. I mean, it, I, I'm ex- I'm always excited um, about things that a give a give uh, opportunities to youngsters to to develop skills and and don't have to pay for it because because so often, you know, you you are facing a situation where even if you're bright. It's very difficult to to get past those those uh, very rigid um, steps of formal education, and so you're by bystepping this. You also have a communication with commerce, which means that you're not giving them a worthless qualification, and um, it it seems to be sustainable, which of course is also very powerful. So well done. Thank you. Yes, so that's something that we we really strive to do because we believe that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make that change in South Africa. Yeah. So um, as you said, it's as simple as going to We Think Code and 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 uh, uh, finding out about the application process. Um, three and a half um, um, week boot camp. Um, so, so people have to be prepared for that. It's not just some fly by night. You 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 make the um, uh, the um, original games and then you bada boom bada bang you're in. You you actually have to be committed and come out the other end. How many people actually go to boot camp in order for you to get your class the following year? So for our Cape Town applicants for cohort 2019, we'll be accepting around 100 to 120 applicants per boot camp, and we'll be running four boot camps. We are revising our boot camp design to make sure that we are setting up our applicants for success and taking into account uh, the backgrounds and diversity of the group. And what we do in the selection boot camp, you arrive on day one, every morning you get a new project, And what we do is we start teaching the basics. So we teach C language, which we like to think of as the mother of all coding languages, so that we're setting really strong foundations for the students. And by the end of the three and a half weeks, they will be able to code in C language. And then if they are a good fit, if they like the peer-to-peer learning environment and want to give it a go, we will invite them to join our two-year program. Well, uh, wonderful to chat with you. And uh, thanks for being available to chat with us on Cape Talk. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.